Good morning. This is Coffee with the Sarlows, and I'm Karen. Good morning. I'm Kelly. We're going to start off with show notes today, and Karen's going to give this a good shot. So we have sold out for the December event for 2019. Thank you very much for doing that for us. We have three events coming up in 2020, and those will be up and posted on the website shortly so that you can make those a purchase for a gift for Christmas if you'd like. Okay. We have our second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. That is a smaller mini series, and that really focuses on teaching emotional and intuitive intelligence. The first episode is free for the public, um, but the rest of the series is available on patreon.com. So you can find us there, patreon.com slash bysarlo, if you're interested in following that. We have personal sessions. We both have separate private practices that can give you a chance to connect with Kelly and I via Skype, FaceTime, telephone, in person, and Zoom anywhere in the world. Um, And you can reach us by going to the website by sarlo.com to fill out a form. Okay. Pretty good, eh? Almost. I'm not going anywhere in the world to do people's sessions, but just about. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I didn't order that quite right. That's okay. I think they get it. We're going to stay here. You can call in. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. So we have a show prepared today. Take it yeah. away. Yeah. Well, what's really come to my attention lately is um, the diverse meanings that people have developed in regards to Twin Flames. And I've taken some time to research on the internet And I'm just saying that, Kelly, because Mm -hmm. it seems like anybody and everybody is putting out what they think a twin flame is, first of all, Mm -hmm. and setting up sites. And this is is including people with PhDs that Mm -hmm. think that because they have a PhD in something, I don't know what it is, uh, spiritual psychology, there's a variety of reasons that they think that they're professionals in it. And they, they have these ideas of how you're supposed to attract one, whose fault it is if you don't. Oh, yeah, I'm not joking. Um, and it, it creates, well, here's my first swear of this podcast. <laughs> it creates a clusterfuck <laughs> of thoughts. And I'm going to say these protocols that people think are these rules, people think that they have to follow in order to have a partner that's better than everybody else. Okay, can we like 100% back up then? Because you've said that you've researched the different concepts of what a twin flame is. Yeah. And we haven't even introduced what one of those things are. Mm, I'm alluding to that in that comment. Okay. That some people think that the twin flame relationship is um, the the purest or or, or perfect. And and now I understand as people are listening to the show today, they're going to think, I don't believe that. I'm not listening to this. And I realize people could check out of this show faster than any other show that we've done. Because this Interesting one... Interesting though, but our controversial topics are the ones that are listened to the most. Okay. Well, I hope people are going to hang in there and listen to this. And, and I hope some people are going to hang in there with common sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to say just with their clusterfuck so that they sit there and go, oh, I'm going into one. <laughs> but, but we're going to no thanks you out of it. Yeah. No thanks. And the reason that I'm doing it is because of the amount of people that are calling from anywhere in the world saying, I'm supposed to, my life purpose is to find my twin flame in this lifetime. 
and and I can't die or I um, if I don't because then I have to be reincarnated again and I don't want to have to come back to earth again. So I have to find this man. I'm not joking. I'm aware you're not joking. I have to find this man and he has to stay with me. And this has to be perfect. Now, that's not every definition on the internet of, of twin flame, by the way. That's one version. Is this idea around perfection? And the idea that in order to fulfill your life purpose, that you have to find this person. And so many people who are single or married or you know, dating or whatever in relationships, if they don't feel that they can read the other person's mind all the time, if they're not feeling the same feelings all the time. I'm a psychic and I don't do that. I know. I, that's that's why I'm saying. I'm not with my twin flame. That's <laughs> I think the majority of this show, your face will be on it because I think maybe mine won't have composure held. <laughs> well, I don't know that mine, maybe we should have done this show by just... <laughs> if you're tuning in by audio, you did right. <laughs> yes. Because if you're looking at the faces in this show, you, yeah, you, you might well, be highly entertained. <laughs> yeah, either entertained, highly annoyed... Or feeling like, oh, okay, cool, someone gets it. Yeah, and I and I really do think that there are a lot of people that need to listen to this kind of a show. Oh, absolutely. Where we really do have to call upon... Our professionals. The ladies, you know, like Sally Winston, Martin Seif, like all of these different people to, to calm people down and say, no, that's going to create a, um, a pattern of thinking. Oh, Let's call it stress. Oh, yes. First of all, the people, I and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the people that call in and want Twin Flames channeled are some of the most highly stressed out people I've ever known. 100%. <clears throat> and they're depressed. Some of them, this leads to a depression. Mm -hmm. It leads to anxiety issues. Mm -hmm. It leads to these perfectionist issues. Mm -hmm. It leads to what Sally and Martin would refer to as a sticky brain, mm -hmm. where um, they're obsessed. They're obsessed with something, yeah. and it's not necessarily that they're obsessed with a particular person because many of them haven't even found their twin flame. They're obsessed with an idea, mm -hmm. and then everything has to fit into their mold. And that's why I wanted to do this show because there are people on the internet that are saying things like, "When your twin flame is near you, you will see eleven eleven." One 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 two 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 three three three. You'll see number sequences. That means they're around. Sometimes too, when you look at a clock, you'll see eleven eleven. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm just saying. I know. I'm just going to counter though, and it's not to counter you as a person. Okay. But yeah. we said we were going to navigate a clusterfuck with common sense. Yeah. So people need to know that you can see eleven eleven, and it doesn't mean anything. And and it doesn't mean that your twin flame is around you because here's one of the things that's on the internet is um, that once you get your signs of synchronicity that the twin flame is around you because you feel their presence all the time or a lot or that you can't focus on other things, you'd have a good deal of therapists on this planet that would say, get into therapy. And that's something I think some people are going to hear in this 
podcast today and go, oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank God, because I need to come out of this torturous way of thinking, or, or this person does, because they're obsessed with certain thoughts. Mm -hmm. They're obsessed with looking for certain things, and it means that they're not even fully engaged on all of their other life purposes, which just might be to serve, or yeah. to have joy in their lives, or to play baseball. That would be a good thing to refer back to is um, our Sips of Sanity episodes we did on purpose, mm -hmm. because people have many different kinds of purposes in their lifetime, sometimes mm -hmm. just day to day. Mm -hmm. Right. And and for some people, they're never going to find a partner in this life. Mm -hmm. It's not it's and I hate trying I hate using cliches. It's not what's on their path, it's not what's meant to be. However you want to word that, that's not what they're supposed to get out of this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Or their partner or their twin flame is an animal, mm -hmm. is a coworker, a work wife, a work husband. Well, and I was going to say something. That I that I don't believe in twin flames. Yeah, well, let's go there then. Uh, like I I think that you can find okay. So I'm going to go to one of the other beliefs mm. that's written, and that is is that your twin flame is the other half of your soul. So some people will say that your soul has split perfectly into female and male, and so if you're female, you have to find your male. So this is going to wipe out anybody that is. Gay. Gay. Bisexual. Yes. Asexual. Yep. Yep. Transgendered. That's right. Oof. Yeah. So, and, and that's where right there, then I'm cautioned again that this is driven by certain Religion. religions and certain beliefs that think those relationships are not real. Well, it's about, it boils down to control. Absolutely. It's a controlling thought. That's right. And what I read when I'm researching all of this on the internet is how many people want to create belief systems for other human beings. Mm -hmm. And again, that's, that's something people have to become aware of, mm -hmm. where you and I are sitting here saying, you need emotional intelligence you need all kinds of other tools in your toolkit so that you don't fall into these systems. You know, somebody in the audience might be listening to this and go, cult, cult, cult. Cool. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah, like you, you, can, you can do what you want with the information. But what I'm saying is, is that some of this is unhealthy thinking mm -hmm. and that we're inviting people to move into logic and to question some of these pages on the internet. I'm going to go through more. Beliefs? Or what? What order do you want to do this in? Well, my brain is just like fritzing right now. Oh. Well, why don't you go ahead with what's fritzing you? And then I'll continue. <laughs> sure. The Well, first of all, the idea that your soul would come, would, would be incarnated in some kind of way perfectly split in half. Like it's it's just such an oxymoron. Like it, you it's very similar I'll say and I'm just comparing to Catholicism because that's what I was raised in is um that idea that a baby is born pure but the second they're born they've sinned. Like mm -hmm. it literally makes no sense in the same sentence. Mm -hmm. right. So this pure little entity has arrived and immediately it needs to be forgiven. <laughs> Like, a, pardon? Mm -hmm. 
Like, were you drunk when you wrote these rules? <laughs> you know, and, and then to say, okay, so you've, you've come into this world, this beautiful experience we're supposed to be having, and you're already not whole. Mm-hmm. And now you're but supposed to... But the universe is a part of you. And they, they throw these, these universal um, cliches that mm-hmm. you are one with the universe and you are one, but also you're half. <laughs> Like, are you are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which are you? <laughs> and, you? and there's the clusterfuck, right? It's like, okay, so do I just love myself for me because I'm whole, or do I hate myself because I'm still half? Well, and that was a whole website that I researched all about where the, and she's a doctor, she's got a doctorate, writes that all these perceptions about being a whole human being so that you can find your other half and it's just like, oh my God. Nothing about that makes sense. Nothing. And that's why you and I are calling it out, saying it doesn't make sense. That's enough. I remember too, we've had many discussions about this because I'm pretty sure, I'm going to say this as kindly as possible. When people call and say, I'm, I'm calling to book a session because I want to know about my twin flame. There's an immediate like, oh, maybe, you know, call Karen. <laughs> <laughs> or no, you call Kelly because it's just, it's, you already know what you're getting into mm-hmm. because you're already fighting this belief system, mm-hmm. right? One, one of the ones that you've brought up. And I remember one of the conversations I had with you being like, this reminds me of Voldemort. The idea that you can even split a soul, first mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. that you're going to fragment yourself into all of these different pieces and still be alive. Like it just doesn't make sense. Now, fragmenting your mind does, mm-hmm. but the personality disorders, when you disassociate from yourself, and yes, I am comparing you people who believe in twin flames to personality disorders, mm-hmm. you have to literally disassociate from your own brain, disassociate from your own body, your own life, and somehow exist in this limbo, never knowing what's real. And you also get these people, and this is still where I'm fritzing, where everyone they meet is their twin flame. Mm-hmm. Or everyone that they're attracted to. Yep. They feel something, and mm-hmm. it's just like, oh my God, this is my twin flame. And you're like, have you said hello to this person yet? No, they, they don't. They, they say that they feel it and that right. they're intuitive. And they 11 Yeah, and that they're, that they're and I'm, I want to be careful here, but they... They say how spiritual they are and how, in, and how intuitive they are. Yet, if I check in for any emotional intelligence, there's none. And if, if, if I ask them about kindness, if I ask them about their own personality, mm-hmm. uh, some of them are narcissists. And so they're looking for a twin flame because they think this is the perfect person that they actually can control. I know. I'm, I said it was going to be a clusterfuck. I kept a tally of how many times I'm going to say that sentence made no sense. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I'm bringing... A, a narcissist wanting to find their twin flame makes no sense because this is the perfect other half. And yet I want to control them. Mm-hmm. Like life has got to be really hard for these people. It is. And I think that's part of the attraction to finding a twin flame because some have the opinion or the thought on the internet that your twin flame is perfection. And then there are some that are writing that they're not, 
that it's exactly the opposite, that that's your soulmate, and that a twin flame is actually entirely the opposite. They're a mirror of you. So, But their purpose is to show you who you actually are. Yeah. So if you have faults, they're going to present your own faults to you so that you can love your own faults. And I'm like, love your own faults? How about some emotional intelligence and working on it? Like, it's almost like an excuse for some people to say, well, love me for who I am. And I, and I want to meet these twin flames, these people who really believe that one, who really truly believe that you're meeting the other half of your, your spirit and you're supposed to see them in the mirror and that the things that you can't like about yourself, you're going to love in them. Oh, I didn't get that part. I thought you were supposed to love. Lo- when I heard love your faults, that makes sense to me for a narcissist. That is the only part of this show that might make sense to me. Well, is there's that a narcissist could see their own faults and be like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yes. So, so I'm pointing out one aspect and you're also bringing in the other okay. one for the narcissist. So some people will follow what I just said and go, oh my God, that, that would be a mess. If I'm disorganized and messy and hate cooking, I don't want a partner that's disorganized, messy, and doesn't like cooking. I want the opposite of me. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, I'm just, I'm trying to think because the disorganized part or the messy, like I, I look at that and I think when I see that in my partner, I don't sit there and go, hmm, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I sit there and go, hmm, that makes me remember that I need to be responsible. And before I get mad that his stuff is all lying around, I should go pick up my own stuff. Okay. And that's that. I like what you're doing. But reflecting who you are, I can appreciate that because then you have an opportunity to go, ooh, that's in my face. I need to be responsible for that. And that that would be with somebody with emotional intelligence. Thank you. Versus where I'm saying that if people are listening to this and thinking, oh, I like what Kelly said, that's good. That's higher EQ. Mm -hmm. But there are a shit ton of people out of 7 billion that don't have high EQ that are not going to see it that way. Mm -hmm. That's my point. What do you want out of this show? <laughs> I think I need to know right now. <laughs> You're burnt out already, eh? <laughs> I, I knew yeah. this one was going it's to be. Hard. Oh, it is. It's hard because on the internet and in these books, especially in North American stuff, there's, there's little consistency about what they are. There's confusion about the soulmate versus the twin flame. Some people have the idea that it's perfection. Other have the idea that it's a mirror of you. So if it's the mirror of me, what does that mean? What am I supposed to do with a mirror of me? So there's confusion about it. You're not answering my question. What do I want? I What I wanted out of this show today, why I wanted to bring it up, is to be able to give people some common sense. Great is to be able to say to people when something doesn't make sense when you're when it's that confusing which is again similar to so many religions mm-hmm. confusing information contradictory information but hang in there and and we're just going to yank you around with it mm-hmm. and and I I guess part of me just thinks that that's a sad way to live your life oh my god yeah and and I do see clients that are so focused on this, 
especially as they're aging, especially when they're hitting their 60s, 70s, 80s, that they really feel like, oh my God, I'm going to be punished. This is part of the closure process of a human experience. So there are many people who think they're spiritual, I'm just going to say spiritual people, believe that if I don't have my twin flame experience in this lifetime, I have to reincarnate again because twin flame is the last phase of a highly spiritually developed person slash soul. And it's like, that that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy making. You know, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying the, to get my shit together. There's the face. When I do coaching with clients, and I will bring this back to Twin Flame, one of the things that we do very early on in the sessions is identify your core desired feelings. So what you mm-hmm. want to feel in your own life, not necessarily what you currently feel, but what you desire to. And we always do two rounds of this because the first time people do this activity, it's often the first time in their life they're asked what they want to feel mm-hmm. before they're ever asked, um, pardon me, asked what they want to accomplish. And it's a very different way of approaching it. Yeah. So the first time that they answer, they have time to go away, think about it, and come back to me. And we we kind of tear it apart at that point, intending to do round two. And what I find most often is that the the feelings that they list in that first phase are often very dependent on another person. Mm. So instead of feeling, instead of choosing to feel gratitude, they will write that they want to feel appreciated. And and anyone who's a stickler for words or grammar, this is going to make complete sense because those different tenses of the word, Mm -hmm. you can say, I want to feel appreciative. The person who writes appreciated Mm -hmm. is hanging in the balance until someone else expresses something to make them feel it. And so in round two, when we do that kind of tearing apart, that's where we sit and go, we want you to figure out what you want to feel without being dependent on another person. Yeah. It's very easy to walk through your day and aim to be grateful, look for things that you can express gratitude over, than to be staring, waiting for another person who may be too busy to say something right now, maybe has no emotional intelligence or is totally Mm -hmm. narcissistic and can't say thank you, Mm -hmm. right? And so this comes back to the whole concept that, pardon me, I'm trying to touch on, is the idea that I would be punished because potentially another person that's supposed to be my twin flame didn't get it, Mm -hmm. which could mean a number of different things. Mm -hmm. Didn't get it, maybe didn't take the promotion and move to the country to meet me here. Mm -hmm. Didn't leave their marriage. Mm -hmm. And that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one in, in the clients that I've seen. Go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to give a couple of examples and I think that's good. Where, now your entire human experience is a complete failure, according to your belief system, because another person didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes no sense. That's why it I makes said no fucking sense. The, the, part of the reason why I wanted to do this show was to help people think through that process and realize that part of this desire for this twin flame or this soulmate person that I'm waiting for and and um, is unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And it actually lacks logic. It actually lacks emotional intelligence in its process. And it puts emphasis on other things. So I'm going to go to one of the beliefs that I read. One of them is that you're not allowed to tell people. 
You're not allowed to talk to people about looking for your twin flame. Because if you are in the process of doing it, and somebody, and you're close to getting their energy, because now you're looking at getting something, and you say something to someone like, oh, maybe, you know, I feel their energy around me, and my partner's coming soon, I just feel it. And the person says, oh, I don't believe in that shit. Then the belief is, is that that person has cut your cord to your twin flame, and so now you have to start over again. <laughs> I like your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Somebody this, sat down and wrote all this shit out, you know. Me. I know. It's a website. Probably with Cheetos next to them and no job. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, my God, my brain. Um <laughs> I could this, I could read no, you all on. of them in a row I'm, here. <laughs> I'm losing my thought. So, can you say that again? <laughs> yes, certainly I could. On one of the websites, I think it's the number go, eight go to thing. The belief. Yeah, the belief is is that you're not allowed to share your thoughts, okay, I or know where any I talk go. about the twin flame in case you say that to somebody. And their response is negative in any way. Their negativity cuts your cord from you to your twin flame. And as a result, you have to start your process all over again. So you have to keep your thoughts secret. <laughs> it's just, like I said, it's just a clusterfuck. I may have asked you, so you just make me laugh again. Um <laughs> I, I've had a lot of people call in who want energy healing to cut cords. Yes. Because, and that's a whole other conversation, very similar to this one, um, where they feel like they want to be done with someone, Meaning, yeah. often meaning I don't want to process what I'm feeling or what happened. Oh, I just wait till we get over. to the next one. <laughs> and, and now you're telling me that someone actually believes that someone else's comment can cut yes. their cord. Look, in the real world, in the physical, tangible world, this is usually called a cock block. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the people I listening because I think we banged the table with our fists so many times. I didn't even think of that. Like if we see the same person and we're both attracted to them, but I make a rude comment about you, <laughs> they might stop hitting on you and maybe come my way or just stop hitting on either one of us altogether. But I haven't... This is so foreign. But it gets... Worse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to you. Yeah? You want me to go to another one? Sure. Entertain me. Okay, so I'm going to go to another one. On one site, one woman wrote that her twin, when she feels her twin flame is around her or coming towards her, that she gets excruciating chest pain. (laughs) People are like, that's how I feel when my ex is around. (laughs) What the fuck? excruciating chest pain, and that she has um, what she refers to as energy outbursts. Now, now, because this is spiritual talk, she's not saying temper tantrums. She's referring to them as energy outbursts. And she says that they can be extreme highs and extreme lows. Seek a psychiatrist. (laughs) And a medical doctor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For the extreme... Excruciating chest pain. Like, really. Go to Emerge. Go to Emerge where they have a psych assessment available. 
and, and an EKG. And she says, and, and that she's constantly thinking to herself, what if he comes today? I look ugly. Uh, yeah. Like, and so I, there's a constant state of anxiety that you constantly have to be prepared. But if this is perfection... And they are too. I'm trying to group a bunch of different beliefs here. Mm-hmm. If this is a perfection relationship mm-hmm. and they are to mirror you, mm-hmm. I guess they're showing up ugly too. And with chest pains. <laughs> and with excruciating. Then wouldn't wouldn't any way you show up be enough? Wouldn't you, any way you show up be perfect? Well, Kelly, technically speaking... But you have to remember... I don't think any of this is technically speaking. <laughs> Just saying. <gasps> you would think that, but I'm saying that nothing makes sense. I think I've said that a few times too. Yes. Let's move on. Yes. Okay, I'm going to. Because these are some of the things. And I've researched lots of different sites where they they have these questions and then they write down a series of like 10 cuz you know websites like numbering things 10 signs you've meet you're meeting your uh, twin flame five signs three signs three things you should know like it's it's um the sites are very specifically written yeah and they're usually psychologically satisfying numbers yes and 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 I you're actually, never going to see a list of 7 Okay. And what I did too then was I went and onto some uh, sites of very good psychiatrists and I noticed they do the same thing. Yeah. They're psychologically satisfying. Yes. So they write, and so uh, five reasons, five signs, uh, six this, 10 that. Mm -hmm. There are particular numbers they constantly use and other numbers that are taboo. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed that on these other sites about finding your soulmate and your twin flame, that they have copied. They are doing it identically. It's even the same type of format Mm -hmm. with pictures and the way that it's laid out so that it will look credible. Move on. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Oh, one of them is that your your twin flame um, comes when your vibration has risen. Not the same as your heart and chest pain. I know what, what you're. What does this mean? Well, first of all, they think that the chest pain is that your heart chakra is opening. So now people are thinking that energy healing is supposed to be painful. Isn't that awful? It is. Let's debunk that and let's do it seriously. Yep. Because one of the things we advertise as is energy healers. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this show today or you think I should pass this along to someone, energy healing should not hurt. At best, tingling and numbness Mm -hmm. because they're in there playing with your energy. The guides, I mean, not not they in a general sense, um, are in there playing with your energy Manipulating it with love mm-hmm, to, to come heal. back to a state of health <clears throat> that is not supposed to be painful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why we wanted to do the show was to to debunk some of these things because if these things are believed, then when you go to an energy healer and they do some of this stuff or say they're doing it, it's fraudulent. Mm-hmm. You, like. My fear is that people, not my fear, my concern is that people are being used. Oh, and we know they are. Mm -hmm. And that within spirituality, 
there are still people that are fraudulent. Mm -hmm. There are still people that want to be the leaders. Mm -hmm. They they always want to be, well, they're the narcissists that have to climb to the top. They have to. Mm -hmm. And, okay, so I'll just go on to another I got exhausted with my own point. (laughs) Oh, it is exhausting. I know, I saw it on your face. Let's go. Oh, one of them was to um, interact with them as if they're around you already. Your soulmate? Yeah, twin your, your twin flame. So it is to to believe, and the more that you believe it, the more you're going to draw them to you energetically. So you now have to believe that they're with you. No, I, let's separate this because this could get real fun. <laughs> Believing is one thing. You said or wrote down interacting with them. Can you tell me what that looks like? Well, she didn't go into all of the details, but interacting Channel is- it for me. <laughs> I know from certain clients that some people have attempted to do these things. And so when they've come to see me and said, you know, I have followed everything that they've said, you know, I've read the books, I'm following a certain person or whatever. So I'm interacting with them. So I talk to them like they're with me. I, I behave as if they're in the car and I've already got a partner. And I, I try to live my life like they're they're with me. Like I try to make sure that I hold uh, a good feeling when I think about them in my heart. If I hold a negative feeling, they won't come. And and it, it's concerning for me that now you're these people who are these authors are controlling and extending their control over people they don't even know. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there are times when I was single where I would experience something and think to myself, wow, you know what, one day this is something I would hope to share with someone. That's fair. But I, it's a thought, I would think. Or I might say it out loud and go, oh, this would be fun. This would be a date I would like to take someone on, mm-hmm. you know? But not like, wow, honey, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And to try to hold the feeling that she's encouraging them to meditate and hold the feeling. And it's like, no, y- you should be meditating and, and working on who you are. And evaluating if you enjoyed your experience. That's right. Or are having a good day or what, you're, what you are feeling and how those feelings are affected. Well, I think here that this is very serious. It is. It's warping someone's entire concept of a reality. That's right. And that's 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 exactly the point, is that she's suggesting that your reality should be skewed, that you're outside of your own experience now. And then what happens when you meet a partner? Let's say it's not even a twin flame, or it is. Like, what happens when they're not physically with you? Do you still behave like they're always with you? Well, that's the next point. Do oh. you want me to go to it? Please. Well, w- one of the other things I see consistent, consistently on the internet about twin flames is that your twin flame won't want to be with you. They will be with other partners and that you have to wait for them. Huh? And that they will come to you eventually. But even they don't when, want to. Even when they're married. And that... Um, and I do see this in some of my clients where they then try to have interactions. They will Facebook them, even though they know they're married. They will try to have interactions with these people. Where is this one? Uh, I don't know if I wrote them. I, I have notes. They that, won't want... Can we back up? That they won't... Twin flames quite often don't want to be with you. Stop right there. What does that mean? Well, they're not interested in you. 
And that, that's one of the big things about a twin flame is that they're not interested in you, which is just makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly my point is that it is all confucking. Okay. So then what was the second part for you said they don't, they won't want to be with you. Yep. But you should wait. You and, Because they will come to you. Well, they may. And then some of the sites say that they'll come to you and then they'll leave and they'll come back and they'll, that, that these relationships can be very turbulent. And these are also supposed to mirror you. Yes. And a perfect relationship. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. That's why, that's why the show. Because, the, you know, and somebody listening to this might be very frustrated. And I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm hosting the show. <laughs> the purpose of it is to actually illustrate that there are people calling themselves spiritual who are creating websites based on quote-unquote spiritual beliefs saying that your twin flame is the other half of your crystal combination. Yeah, I haven't even touched that one yet. <laughs> I like to throw them in cuz it gets I'm glad you read the research. Yeah. And I I I just I looked at some of these things and I thought, "Oh my god, I don't even know how to tackle so much of this because there's a part of me like I've studied crystal healing. It is a total separate thing that's so beautiful, and yet it can get so contaminated by the people that call themselves spiritual that have taken this and so, so used it badly. This, honest to God, sounds like a really poorly translated website. Like someone may have originally written it in another language, and someone just loosely tossed words together. This isn't all from one site. I know. My this is from still stands. Yeah, this is from several sites, coupled with sessions that I have had where people have called in, Zoom, Skype, in person, all over the world, where there are also different opinions of what these things are in other cultures. So, a lot of what I've taken here is what I would call North American, because and I can't separate Canada from the United States anymore. Because can- Canadians are so bombarded by what American authors are putting out mm. that we basically oh. are, yeah, we basically are the United States followers. If Danielle's listening or watching, just oh yeah, we don't. like these ladies. <laughs> She's Canadian. Oh, oh, okay. And I'm, I, yeah, I know I have to be careful because somebody can take a statement that we make and make it a broad statement without knowing us or knowing the context of all of the other shows or knowing us in a, in a session mm-hmm. where it's personal to one client and you're addressing that one particular client. But everyone is at risk of that. And I know that. And so, yes. And so this is where I'm taking some of those experiences and trying to explain it to people because you might be hearing a girlfriend or and someone talking about waiting for their tin twin flame or trying to find it or I found my twin flame and think I wonder what they believe then I wonder and that that's the first question well I would say to them is well then what is your perception or what are your beliefs around what a twin flame is because right there there's a lack of to talk about it yeah there's a (laughs) oh my god you did that just perfectly. Oh, this is 
my favorite show we've ever recorded. Just perfectly right, because they're not allowed to talk about it, because then it would cut the cord. It's not funny when you explain it. Oh, my God, Kelly. And all of that is just such an unhealthy mess mm-hmm. emotionally and psychologically. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. And this, this is a very um, generalized statement. It's just an observation that I've made with a lot of the people that I've channeled for and have w- witnessed in a social setting um, that most of the people that ask about twin flames are often addicts. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not from what I've seen to like drugs, mm-hmm. but shopaholics mm-hmm. who absolutely collect stuff and mm-hmm. also end up involving themselves, and this ties into the shopaholic, into deep, deep debt going into demartini stuff um, to, uh, Tony Robbins, things like that, where they feel that they have to spend ten to twenty thousand dollars a pop to hear about things like this. Mm-hmm. To hear about how you can attract more money, how you can attract your perfect partner, how you can be your best self—all these very cliched things. There's an addiction to being in an elite um, group uh, where. Mm-hmm. You're just fed all of these conflicting belief systems, and so you keep paying into it to get clarity. Mm. Yeah, that can really put you on a roller on a a Mm merry-go-round. Pardon me, Um, a merry-go-round where you're just constantly looking for the different books, or you're looking for the different beliefs, trying Mm -hmm. to find clarity. Which is really what I'm trying to say today: is that there's so much out there from so many different people with different opinions and views on what these things are. But the bottom line that I'm trying to say is that it can be detrimental. Mm. It can be confusing. It can lead you to be so focused on something that you are acquiring this relationship to be fulfilled that you, I'll say you read the books to feel fulfilled some people are even doing it in meditation practices, but not really getting anywhere and being and getting frustrated. Instead of being themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a complete fixation. And this is where I'm saying it's mm-hmm. an addiction or it's an addict personality, mm-hmm. right? They're often the ones that like the tear scams where it's like, I'm going to get rich fast. There's this, there's this um, perfection that has to happen at every level in mm-hmm. their life. And there's a control. Oh, absolutely. Perfection is about control. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes. And, okay. Uh, again, <laughs> exhausted <fart>. with that. <laughs> yeah, because I could go on with other things that they're saying around what you experience in terms of what's going on within your own body or where some of the sites say this is what's going on that they think exactly what you think. But they don't want to be with you. Sometimes. Just saying. Yeah. And sometimes um, that the whole point of a twin flame is the challenge about it. Like, I th- like that's crazy. That's abuse. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've seen with clients quite frequently lately is that a lot of women are thinking that their twin flames are people that they dated back in high school. Mm-hmm. So some of the teachings about a twin flame is that you've known them in your past so all of a sudden they're on Facebook going through all of their high school photos, college photos, like well, all. That's really convenient because now it's more possible to have them in your life if you buy into the belief that you must have already met them. 
Mm-hmm. And and here's another belief. Some people say, well, um, I just um, the spirit guides told me that I have a, a, that he's my twin flame. I I didn't want this. The spirit guides told me this. Perfect. You're the half of the twin flame that doesn't want to be with them. <laughs> Yeah. And then they think that it has to occur in order to die and have their contract fulfilled. So, so pardon? Can you say that again? They still believe that they're supposed to be with that twin flame. Some of them have said to me, I'm not attracted to him. I don't like him. I don't want to be around him, but I feel that we have something to finish here. So there's something in this contract. So I I have to meet him. I have to be with him in order to know what that is. And it's like, but you're saying you're not attracted, you don't like, you don't want, but you have to do it. Yes. And that's where I'm saying, Kelly, I felt a need to do the show. I poke my eyes out. I feel like it. I, did you mean me in the session? <laughs> or did you mean you currently? Oh, me currently. <laughs> and I, I feel like it sometimes in the session momentarily. Remember the first time hearing stuff like this and thinking, where, where are they getting these thoughts? And I would say to the spirit guides, did you tell them he's their twin flame? No. Did you do this? Yeah. And I'm like, did you guys do this? No, we didn't do this. And it's like, well, who is this guy? No, he's someone she knows from high school. Did she date him? No. She just went through the book and kind of looked roughly at who she hadn't dated. <laughs> and I'm like, it, like it's, there's silliness in it, but there's also irresponsibility in it. There's desperation for some people. That is the biggest thing that yeah, I hear. Yeah, and I think desperate people can do terrible things. I think we just heard it for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm bringing some of this up. Now, I do want to say, while we're on this topic, Kelly, um, that when I've asked the spirit guides, are there such a thing as twin flame? No. I do not get that we understand this correctly at all. So they're mm-hmm. kind of like washing their hands of it. Like you guys have made a mess of all of this stuff. We wanted you to connect to yourself. We wanted you to connect to nature and to all people. Yeah. We don't everyone. want you. Yeah. Every- we don't want you thinking that you're just supposed to read your own partner's thoughts. We wanted you to connect and have empathy for all beings. And see yourself. Let everyone in your life mirror you, the good and the bad. Yes. To learn. Yes. Not to tie them down and say, we're in a relationship now. Also, I don't like you and let's not talk about it. Like the closest thing I've seen in any form of truth in the channeling has been soul contracts. Mm-hmm. And those aren't, those aren't necessarily contracts or a relationship that is supposed to be an entire lifetime. Yeah, They can be five days before you quit a job. They can be not even between you and another human being. This is what I find helps people in these sessions when they're fixated on, I have to find my soul, um, my twin flame, because I'm 72, because I'm, you know, 65, or I'm like whatever age it's it's at, I need to to find my twin flame. I find it heartbreaking when I see somebody that's maybe around the age of 20 coming in and saying, I think I have found my twin flame. And it's like, and I hope you saved for therapy. 
Yeah. And I, I want to say to them, but do you have emotional intelligence? Do they? Mm-hmm. Do you know what this means? Do you are you willing to grow? Are you willing to change? Like there's a do you gaslight each other? Is there emotional blackmail? Like and they look at me blank. Mm-hmm. But they think, no, I found my twin flame. And I go, you know, I hear often from people that they thought they found their twin flame. And then maybe five years later, or even six months later, they found their twin flame had an affair and they kicked their twin flame out the fucking door. And now when I say, so is he your twin flame? No. So there's another aspect of this called hindsight, Mm -hmm. where people think somebody, and this is common for humans when we're attracted to somebody, to think that they're our perfect partner Mm -hmm. or they're our partner. Hopefully, as we age, we realize nobody is our perfect partner. And hindsight is the healthy part. Yeah. Where you go, oh, that was a red flag that I overlooked 70 times. Maybe I'll catch it on the 40th next time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I brought it up for a lot of reasons. For the 72-year-old who thinks... Mm -hmm. I have to do this before I die or I have to incarnate again and all of these rules that someone has put out on the internet and and in books mm-hmm. saying that these are the rules of, you know, between lives um and everybody thinks they're on their last lifetime everybody especially all of the people that call themselves spiritual they all believe they're on their last lifetime including all the narcissists well yeah i've crossed my fingers and hoped it <laughs> But I sure as shit haven't made an assumption about it. Yeah. And and there's a fixation on it now because mm-hmm. a lot of these books are saying, you know, um, when you get your twin flame experience, that it's your last lifetime. So all of a sudden, it's like studying for that test, right? And all of a sudden, you find out... I don't out, think anyone's studying. Well, I just mean <laughs> I you've got a test to pass, and all of a sudden, your uh, you know, schoolmate tells you there's going to be this question on it, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you go, Jesus, I didn't study that, and you got to yeah. cram that in, and you're panicked, right? And it's 100% of your grade. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. And wow. it's there's a lot of uh, meanness. Um, there's a lot of control, misperceptions, the, that poor spirit world just sits there and just shakes their head like, what in God's name? I am now understanding the chest pains. <laughs> Excruciating? I feel like I can appreciate that now. <laughs> I understand that was a logical way of confusing the information. <laughs> yeah. If, if your belief system really is uh, any one of these things. Well, I do think that you could have this excruciating chest pain. Yeah. Like you're saying... If you have this much anxiety, totally um, believing all of these, and I haven't even gone through all of the things that I've read, I've just given some, and I could, I had to stop at writing some of them down because some of them were so bizarre that I didn't even know if people would believe me if I read them. Mm-hmm. So, well, you did a good job today. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like people. <laughs> <laughs> we have to end this show <laughs> saying to people, okay then. So now there might be conflict uh, for anyone listening to this, because if someone says that they that they have found their twin flame and that the spirit guides told them that it was their twin flame, you're not allowed to talk to them about it. <laughs> Unless you want to help them cut the cord. <laughs> I can cut it. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I hope that the show 
gave people some ideas that there is such a variety of information and that just because someone has written a book does not make them a professional. Everybody is everybody is writing a book nowadays. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make those people connected to the spirit world because they say they're spiritual. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just going to the conferences and getting certificates and are not actually living the authentic life. Well, and just regurgitating. Yes, and regurgitating what other people have gotten books, mm-hmm. or or are, is that the at that seminar? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're in an absolute panic and yet you're still listening, um, <laughs> I will refer you to any any one of our shows on emotional intelligence. Yeah, um, if you can go back and find. Uh, the credible authors that we've had on the show that talk about emotional intelligence, yeah. um, verbally abusive relationships, the, the people pleaser, the nice girl syndrome. Um, go get your tools. Kelly, I, this is the best way to close the show because if we just believe that there's a twin flame by attraction and we don't Not actually, even. For some, that's correct. They, just the spirit guides are going to tell you who you're supposed to be with because they're telling you in your head that you have to be really careful that you are not educating yourself to know if that person is abusive or if you are, um, if this is how, if that person is emotionally healthy or if you are sexually healthy and, and, and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're really hitting panic and you're feeling chest pains, Email us and we'll actually send you the specific topics that you might want to listen to because the Coffee with the Sarlos is 100% free. Um, so mm-hmm. they, it's a free resource before you go investing in a book because a lot of people at this point may feel like, but I've poured my money down the drain doing certain things and mm-hmm. I still haven't found my twin flame. Um, we can point you in a healthy direction for your own self. Yeah. And, and be careful if someone is saying this is a twin flame seminar. And we're going to open you up to all of your chakras so that you can attract your twin flame and raise your vibration. Well, I guess not technically, if you're not supposed to be talking about it. (laughs) Be careful about all of the words and the cliches that are coming out in the seminars. Be careful, because some of them are only teaching one word after another. It's just one cliche after another one. So be careful. Be smart. And maybe take a nap. I like that. You and I would also suggest a little bit of chocolate, but you know. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at bysarlo.com. Otherwise, we're back out next week with a brand new show.